This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Yeah, you come to me today. You want some Parmesan? Yeah, I'll get you some Parmesan. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 25-20, 15, 10, 5, snowshoes, Kansas City! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. It's over! The Bullpups have knocked off Bishop the Age! And for the ninth time in school history, the Bullpups stand atop the state of Kansas! Everything happening in the sports world. Oh! oh are you serious? Slam jam Get a ready for the NBA Bucket Contest! And even some things not happening in the sports world. So you're saying you will not watch any episodes of The Bachelor this year? I think I'd rather have a tooth pull. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. And in Andale. <laughs> that, that's correct. <laughs> yeah. Joining me as always, that mysterious voice in the background, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, I hear that you want to be the Godfather today. I'm and you me- want to you want to get a little Italian. I mean, I didn't. You know, I always go home early for lunch before we do the show. That's right. But I you got st- back to your house and said, you know what? I don't want that peanut butter sandwich. I, I, I th- want a chicken parm. I, yeah, I yeah. I I said I'm going to hold off, and I'm going to have me some Italian. This is where. What are you thinking? Ravioli. Rigatoni? Oh, oh, the lasagnas. Primo. Ooh, that's true. You it do was, need some lasagna. And the bread. Oh, primo. Oh, that's the good stuff. I'm going for it. Steve, do you think we could find an Italian restaurant in Andale to go to tonight before the Bullpups take on Andale? Is there a stoplight? I don't know. I don't know what I, I don't even know what the town is because we just always go to the high school. That's, I've never been in the town. I've, I've never been, been in the high school. Town. I'm sure it's a nice town. I'm excited yeah. to make our trip back down there because the last time we were in Andale, Steve, we saw two great battles. Uh, let's face it; these two schools, they're good in a lot of sports. Yeah, and I mean, Andale is just tra- track and field, football, basketball. I mean, they are unbel- for no bigger than their school is because they're not a big, you know, a big four A school. They're what probably middle of the pack. I would think that they're even closer it, to the bottom. Yeah, closer to the they're, second half. Three A in football. So it's it's and the, what I always can't get over is how much participation they have in football. That's true. Their numbers in football for a school their size are just staggering. Of like I mean, 120 guys on the roster. Yeah, they have like double what we have, and we're bigger school. We're excited to make the trip down there tonight, and we will preview that game here in a little bit. Steve, we went through all of our Super Bowl prop bets yesterday, and Steve has convinced me that. There are going to be more than 5.5 Clydesdale horses in the Budweiser commercial. You're feeling confident about that, right? I, oh, yeah. You're hammering the over? Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about the game itself. We've talked about all the silly stuff involved with the game. When it comes to these two teams, who do you like? What, do you, what, what are you feeling with this game? Because I don't know if I have a very good feel for I, Super Bowl 53 I got yet. a pretty good feel. Ooh. Yeah. Patriots. Ooh, big time feeling. You give Bill, it's like, you know, they used to say a Bill Snyder had two weeks to get ready for a team. Pretty tough to beat K-State. Well, you give Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels, two weeks, and you know he's going to come up. And the guy that scares me for the Rams is Jared Goff. I just 
don't have total faith in him. Because you know Brady's going to be good. Brady's going to be Brady and, you know. But I wrote a column today. I've already posted at midkansasonline.com. I'm annoyed now by the – I used to like the Patriots back in – How, you know, how t- long did you like them for? I liked them for a while, but now they annoy me. Why is that? Because Belichick is so surly, for one thing. He is a surly guy. And now Tom Brady, all of a sudden, is turned into this martyr where, oh, nobody respects us. Are you kidding? (laughs) Almost got to get the dump button ready there. Yeah, you almost had to have the second second delay. Are you kidding me? The Patriots are probably the the last 10 years they've probably been the favorite going into the season. Every single year. So... I don't want to hear this sniveling, whining underdog stuff. They're the favorite. I don't care what Tom Brady says. And, you know, I wish Bill Belichick would just enjoy his success instead of it's almost like he's mad, but eh, another championship. Eh, we didn't play good, but, yeah, we won. You know, That's the Nick Saban approach. Oh, we got to play in the national championship game, losing out on a month of recruiting. Yeah. Wish this championship game would be played in December. Oh, yeah, we can't get going on free agents if we're playing, you know, in the Super Bowl, we don't know who's going to be back. So, give me a break. I'm tired of all his whining. I'm tired of the Patriots. I like it when we have fresh blood. Now, the Rams are... Fr- See, a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl would have been off the charts. Electric. Now, according to your mom, Tracy... Ooh, what what Tracy said? Tracy posted... Did she send you a message and no, give you some no, inside scoop? No, I saw... She posted on Facebook a, a chart, though, from somewhere, some... But it's like maybe 90, she created the chart. I don't think she did, but I think she did. she just shared it on Facebook. Basically, about ninety percent of the country, it looks like, just doesn't give a rip about this game. Ooh, the the the, the clear up in the northeastern corner, New England, you know, in that yeah, there's area, there's a little blue, yeah, and then out in California, Nevada, maybe Arizona. You look in the Midwest, it's like, thank God it's going to be sixty six degrees, and I can hit play golf on Sunday. Now. I'm looking at this graph now. Mm-hmm. Who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? I think that this is a different graph than do you care about the Super Bowl or are you interested? Because the headline is, not so Super Bowl. New poll says that many in Kansas City and the country are not interested. I don't think that's what this graph is saying. Okay. I think what this graph is saying is, do you care who wins? Oh. And I think for the majority of people who do have a team that they root for, let's say the Chiefs, I would think there is a percentage of them that say, oh, I do not like the Patriots. I'm sick of them. I do not want them to win. I'm rooting for the Rams. I would also think there's a percentage of them that said, wow, the Chiefs had a great year. The Patriots are even better. I'm hoping that the team that we lost to goes on to win it. Then I think you get into the people that are like us, where it is, well, the Chiefs are not in it. I don't really have a hot take who I really want to win. Pistol hot take. A big hot take. Yeah. But it's not somebody that I really want to win and need to have them win. And I think that's more of what this poll is saying. Because I think for people that don't have a dog in the fight, I don't think they do care. I think that they're more interested in the spectacle of the game itself. I think they're more concerned about Gladys Knight. I think they're more concerned about Maroon 5. I'm not. Steve is so excited. I know he's putting on this facade. But I'm not Steve is excited. So excited. I'm not excited about Maroon Five. I want Skinner. Jim, if Jimmy were alive, can you imagine Jimmy out there jamming at the Super Bowl? I can imagine Jimmy be Adam the, Levine. How old would Jimmy be though? All I know is Adam Levine would be just a killer. Yeah, Jimmy would probably be 
88, 95. Yeah, he would be. But I think that there is, at least in our community here, I think there is a nonchalant, Chiefs don't have a dog in the fight, both teams have been good all year, there's not an underdog, where if, if it was the Patriots taking on some team like the Chiefs, I guess, maybe with a young quarterback, and they feel like the underdog, that maybe there would be more of an interest, but I don't know if people care who wins, but I do think there is an interest in the Super Bowl, and TV ratings tell you that. Yeah, yeah. There, I don't think this is a, huh, I'm so sick of the NFL, I don't care anymore, who cares about the dumb Super Bowl, it's just a game. No, there is an interest, and that's the thing I've always liked about the Super Bowl, is that it is a nationwide event, it's a worldwide event, because of the spectacle of the game. Now, I don't think the majority of the population always cares about the game itself. Mm -hmm. I think there are people that are more like us that we really care about the game. I do. We need to see what happens in the game. A we lot need of, to see what Tom a lot Brady of people, does. A lot of people use it as an excuse to get together and party and watch commercials and, you know. Watch the commercials. Watch the halftime show. Yeah. Be able to go get on Twitter and see what everybody's talking about with Maroon 5. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Did you see Adam Levine's hair? Oh, he brought out Christina Aguilera. This is why, crazy. Why do you keep bringing up Christina Aguilera? <laughs> Uh, I think she's a nice woman. Oh, I, think I, I thought you had some inside poop. Well, that's what the prop bets were saying, is that oh. they think there's a chance that she could show up on stage. I You don't even hear about her anymore. Well, she was on The Voice for a while. Well, Do you know much about Christina Aguilera? No. Like, nothing about her? You oh, I, 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 I know she was, like, around. She was like, she was like the Rolling Stones, and Britney was <laughs> the Beatles. You know, she was always kind of the... Even though she... Actually could sing. Brittany couldn't sing. And oh, come on. Oh, Christina Aguilera's got some pipes. Oops, I did it Christina again. Aguilera does have pipes. Br Brittany. You are that was, beautiful. That was a bubblegum. No she was a bubblegum character that was created, you know. I'm a genie in a bottle. Well, I, I don't know That's that. Christina. That's yeah, a good well, one. Well, I don't know. What other ones? I'm trying to see other Christina oh, God, Aguilera I've opened songs. Up a I've opened up a can of worms. Let's see. I don't recognize all the names of these. I'm, I'm sure I would recognize all of them. So you don't like Britney Spears? No. Why not? Phony. That's mean. Well, what I'm about sorry. the shaved head Britney Spears? Idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Idiot. <laughs> I, I thought she was a fabrication of media hype. I just didn't think she was a very good singer. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a hot take right there, That's Steve. a pistol hot take. All right, Steve, let's get your final prediction. No, we'll save that for later. Okay. We'll, we'll save your final Super Bowl prediction, score, okay. point spread. We'll save that to the end. Okay. We'll take a break. When we come back, let's dive into the Bullpups taking on Andale, and we can go through all of our Christina Aguilera versus Britney Spears drama and, and compare the two. We're back after this. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 
Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, Jim Joyner, Steve Sell. Steve, we get to another Friday night and a Friday night road game, which has been not happening very often this year. Feels like the Bullpups have been at home on Friday nights and a lot. And we love Friday night home games. The Friday night road games pose as an interesting challenge. It is. Getting back a little bit later. Got to make sure we get the scoreboard show on. Steve's trying to get his story posted in time. We've got to get ready for the coaches show on Saturday mornings. Luckily, this trip is not quite like the Winfield trip that we yeah, have this, next this, week. This is only like a 45-minute trip. But it should be a very interesting night of two games. Two games that have the potential to be very competitive. And let's start off by talking about the girls' game. The McPherson girls, they enter the game at 12-1. and They've won 10 games in a row. Andale is 7-6, and but as Coach Trathman talked about on Tuesday night after their win over Collegiate, he said with his Andale team, do not let their record deceive you. Right. Do not let their 7-6 and record make you think differently of them. Yeah, a couple really nice players. And remember, this is an Andale girls team that the Bullpups struggled to put away last year. That team went on to finish second in 4A Division II. They lost to Baldwin in the championship game. The Baldwin Bulldogs and the fighting Abby Ogles. Yeah. But this is an Andale team on the girls' side that returns a lot of players. They don't score at a very high rate. It's not like they're some high-octane offense, but they're just solid. Everybody on this team is solid. And I think that's part of the thing that we've seen with some of these Andale boys teams recently is that they've all been so solid. Now, this year's Andale boys team is very, very good. This is not just a bunch of solid players. Well, they're solid in terms of physicality and toughness. But but, Easton Hunter is a really good player. But with these Andale girls, they're very similar to me to what they were last year. Last year's team was a little bit better, but still very similar. And McPherson had a hard time on the road at their place. They didn't shoot the ball that well that night. And they turned it over late, and they were shaky. And they were missing free throws. And the one thing we know is that this is going to be a tough environment to play in. They haven't played in a lot of road games. Neither team has played a road game in almost an entire month. Yeah. Because they have the tournaments at home. They have not played on the road since February 8th. Yeah. Or January 8th on the road at Augusta. So that is a tough challenge going into this. And then two more road games next week with El Dorado and Winfield. On the boys' side, I know that the Free State game is looming as a potential really tough road game this year. And and part of the thing that makes that Free State game tough is it's going to be on a Saturday night. After we play on Friday. After playing a game. So the Free State game... Now, the game on Friday, it's a road game, isn't it? The game on Friday before playing Free State will be at Circle. So a road game at Circle. Come home, sleep in your bed, get back in the car, and drive to Lawrence the next day. A lot of travel. So that game's going to be tough, but... I think in terms of just straight-up game atmosphere and the competitor that they're playing and maybe the importance to this season, for the boys, this is their toughest road game of the year. Oh, it's huge. Going to an environment like Andale where almost the environment made them lose last year and it wasn't like it was a bad McPherson team last year. (laughs) No. Andale made McPherson play different. It was a 36 to 34 game. Well, they have that 36 to 34. They have that flummoxing zone that they play that Coach Kinnaman always calls it a matchup zone. Yeah. And that they try to watch it on film and figure out what their rules are. And that's the way he phrases it, meaning how do you know when to switch off of a different player? How is the defense communicating? What are their rules within their defense? And they can't figure it and out. And he's even tapped the coaching genius of his brother, the Cowboy. If Cowboy can't figure it out, 
you know. Other Coach Kinnaman. Yeah. Clint Kinnaman, the cowboy. If he can't figure it out, maybe, well, maybe Jason figured it out. That's the thing that makes this Andale team so tough is that it's a different pace than what we saw against Wichita Collegiate where they want to pressure you up and down the floor. They want to speed the game up. They want to grab rebounds and try and double team whoever has the rebound on the other team. They want to play a different game. Andale is not afraid to just go into a heavyweight 12-round boxing match and go blow for blow with big guys. They got big like guys. Like Mason Fairchild Ooh. at 6'5". Like guys like Easton Hunter at point guard, a six foot two junior that is a beast. And, and they've they got go some inside. other physical guys. They have some other great shooters, guys like Ethan Ballman, who was able to beat the Bullpups as a quarterback in that playoff game two years ago. Baron Beerman, another good shooter. This is a very solid team. They're 12 and 1, and their only loss this year came to May South, who they lost to in overtime. Now, with other comparative scores, they did play collegiate. Beat them by one in overtime. And that, to me, that blows my mind. And it is surprising considering yeah. how good we believe Andale is going to be yeah. and what we saw with Collegiate. But mm-hmm. Collegiate can give teams hard matchups. Other comparative scores, they beat Andover by 16. We lost. Who the Bullpups Andover. lost to in overtime. Yeah. They beat Augusta by five on the road. Very similar to result to what the Bullpups had. Other games that are similar opponents at El Dorado, they won 59 to 30. And then with the Winfield game on Tuesday, <laughs> Winfield made one basket per quarter, and Andale won 54-12. They had five points in the third quarter. Yeah, they, they were at five points. Yeah. It, it was like 45-5. to five. Yeah. And Winfield has been struggling. But this is an Andale team that because of their size, their physicality, that they are going to give McPherson problems. Can you imagine the Brahma Bull matchup? Stufflebean and Fairchild? Oh, yeah. That's just... They've already had to go at it before on the football field. Yeah, that's just like two big bulls. Defensive end against tight end. Yeah. But on the opposite side of this, the McPherson boys are coming off of probably their best game. That is the collegiate game on Tuesday where everything seemed to work. They didn't shoot it particularly well, but they were so good at getting the ball to the basket. And tonight I think they're going to have to be able to shoot it better. Well, but that zone is going to make it very difficult. But the thing that they also have to do with tonight's game, too, is match Andale physically. Now, you might not be able to be more physical than them, but you have to match what they're doing when it comes to rebounding, when it comes to locking up on the defensive end and not letting them get inside. McPherson has to play really tough tonight. It's a man's game tonight. And that is the big challenge going to a place like Andale. Plus, like we've mentioned, the Bullpups haven't played a really hostile road environment yet this year. The Bueller game, it had a little bit of that at the end, but I, I didn't think that was scary, a scary place for them to go. And over at the beginning of the year, now that was a tough challenge, yeah. but that was also very early on It was in the, the year. first game of the year, and everybody was still excited. Everybody was, oh, no. Dodge City game, there yeah. were more McPherson people in the crown. The Augusta game had a great atmosphere, Yeah, but I get the feeling that tonight... Might be a whole nother level. Oh, I, of intensity. I don't think there's any doubt because, you know, it gets loud in there. Their band's loud. Um, you know, it's it's just a it's a very tough place to play. And at least maybe the best thing for McPherson is they played there last year. Right. So instead of you know having played there two years ago, they're you know the guys on the floor they're accustomed to what this environment will be like. The other thing to look at with this Andale team, they haven't played 
a particularly strong schedule since the beginning of the season. They've played some really tough teams, but a lot of that was early. Mm-hmm. As I look at the back half of their schedule, it's almost all AVCTL Division Four, which means right. they've got one more really tough game with Wichita Collegiate, mm-hmm. plus this game here tonight. I think Andale knows that if they win... They're going to win out. They've got a chance to win out. Yeah. Plus, this would be their most impressive win on their resume. And I think we know that when McPherson goes on the road, there's a target on their back. Oh, yeah. And that Andale... We're the Tom Brady's. We're the Patriots. Yeah. We're like the Patriots. But that Andale knows that if they could pick up this win, it would be a statement to the rest of 4A. Yeah. So it's going to be a great atmosphere tonight, and the Bullpups will try to replicate what they did on Tuesday against Wichita Collegiate. If they play like they did on Tuesday, there aren't a whole lot of problems. Yeah. Because... When you can play like they did physically, with the energy they played with, you get the bench scoring that they had, with everybody stepping up, that this is a team that's very hard to beat. And they have to match that here tonight. And what I think is the toughest game that they have left this season. Well, I I, I still go back. It's going to be physical. And the Bullpups have to man up. they got to be physically tough, and they can't let the crowd get in their head because the crowd's going to be hostile. they got to keep a level head and not throw the ball away. If they could just take that second half from Tuesday night, they'll win this game. But they got to remember that formula, team basketball. And when they play as a team, they're pretty good. So that's what they got to do. Steve, let's take one more break. I want to get your final Super Bowl prediction. We'll go on the record and make sure that everybody knows how dumb we are or how smart or how smart we are. Everybody already knows how dumb That's I am. That's true. So, yeah. And then we can talk about a little Big 12 basketball and get Steve's predictions for those games coming up this weekend. Take one more break. Back after this, you're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, you ready to put your reputation on the line? What little I have left, yes. Well, Fridays we always like to do our predictions. Yeah, yeah. Big 12 basketball, back to a normal okay. Saturday right. of Big Good. 12 games. Good, Everybody it's, plays Instead it. of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. I'm ready. Arkansas losing to Texas Tech, very frustrating. Oh, yeah. We'll get back to Texas Tech here in a minute. Let's start off with Oklahoma going on the road to West Virginia. How do you feel about the Sooners? In Morgantown. I like the Sooners in Morgantown. I just, West Virginia is just not very good. Texas going on the road to Iowa State. Texas got to be feeling pretty good after their win on whatever I, Monday I, or Tuesday. I really was. like Iowa State. I, I, I love their team this year. I, I, I really believe they're the best team in the, in the Big 12. TCU on the road at Baylor. I'm going Baylor. Baylor's, Baylor's really, they're a surprise. I think they're tied with what K-State for the lead. Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Now, I don't believe K-State played earlier this week. I think no. that they've had pretty much the entire they've week. Been off for, they'll be off for a week. Oklahoma State is down to about having to play its managers yeah. and having to start their walk-ons because they're just running out of guys. They're getting sick. They're getting hurt. They're quitting. They're getting kicked off. K-State trying to respond from 
a very bad loss for them in the Big 12 SEC Challenge against A&M. Are they going to win in Stillwater? Yes, they are. But it's going to be one of the... You're going to have to hide the women and children and shield your eyes. It's going to be about a 52-49 to 49 type game. You think Chad Alexander's got a bet on that one? I don't know. He's, he's my partner on Saturday, so... We'll have to keep you posted. Yeah. The final one for you, Steve, and I'm nervous to see what you have to say. Number 16, Texas Tech. Going to Lawrence, Allen Fieldhouse, to take on your Jayhawks. Are you taking Kansas on Saturday? I am. Ooh. Because this is the time of year. KU lollygags for a while, and then when it's time to turn it on, they do. So they'll they'll win at home and then go just stink it out at the Octagon at Doom, and K-State will win. I said this a few weeks ago, Steve. But are you really concerned about Texas Tech? Is that the team you're worried about? No. And my answer to that, and your answer to that, was no. No. K-State's the team, as a KU fan, that I would be worried about. I don't think it's Texas Tech. Now, I'm not saying that Texas Tech can't win oh, they could. on Saturday. They could. I mean, they... Ne- but I don't think they can the hold shark, up the whole the year. The Sharks are circling in the water on KU. They they smell blood. They see how, how just bad... Well, I'm not going to say bad, but how... This team is struggling so badly. They're so they're just terrible on offense. They are awful on offense. Patriots, Rams, Super Bowl 53 from Hotlanta, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, CBS. Steve, who are you taking? I'm going the Patriots. I'm going 31-27. 31-27. Yeah. You know who I'm going to take? You're taking the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams. Oh, I figured you would. And... The Patriots are giving two and a half points. So I'm taking the Rams. I think they're going to win by even more than three. Okay. What's your score? Ooh. High scoring. 37 to 28. Really? Nah, 38 28. 37 is okay. a weird number. Okay. 38 28 Rams. Okay. Book it. I like my pick better. I figured you'd do. Yeah. Steve, should be a fun one on the road at Andale tonight. You maybe, the, maybe they'll bring us some pizza. You know, they have pizza at Andale. I think they're having some big Andale baseball fundraiser. Are they really? Where they're having a bunch of different food. Well, if they're having pizza, I think they ought to bring us some. I think they should, too. Because we've been hyping the game for them. So we're, we're getting the McPherson <laughs> people We're, we're getting all that money in there for That's them. That's right. I think, I think more people should do that. Okay. I, you're right, Steve. You're a master marketer. Well. Maroon 5. Favorite Maroon, Maroon 5 song. I, I, don't, I couldn't name you one Maroon 5 song who, sad, who, who, else, who else do they have on halftime do they have like jay-z or anybody no there's somebody else but i can't remember who it is big boy no oh, i think it is big boy is it big boy yeah i don't know who big boy is i just <laughs> I, just, I just threw that out there my you're, man pistol he's trying to educate me on all this rap music and you're all over it Steve. I, i'm trying That's pretty good i'm really trying i am i'm proud of you yeah all right, Steve, wrapping up today's show. For Steve Sal, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll see you tonight at Andale. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.